now broadcasting from Suitland, Maryland, USA, Abiding Truth with Dr. McCune, an outreach of Suitland Road Baptist Church. Please visit us at www.srbcoutreach.org. And now, here's our pastor, Dr. Calvin M. McCune. Praise the Lord. Bless the Lord. Today's message, I want you to follow me very carefully as I go through this message. I will slow it down a little bit because I'll be referencing several texts. But I'd like us to title this message, Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to bless us. God, Father, in the name of your Son, Christ Jesus, we come before you. We ask in the name of Jesus that you will, by your Holy Spirit, give us understanding from your word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. First, let us turn to Proverbs chapter 3. In Proverbs chapter 3 and verses 5 and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. We're not going to spend time this morning focusing on don't lean on your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and that he will direct our path. We will do that another time. But this morning we'll focus on those first four words. What are they? Let's say together. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Just God giving us this fact. He says he wants us to trust him. That word Lord is the word Yahweh. Jehovah, Yahweh. That's why in your King James, it's all uppercase. Trust in the Lord. When God says trust in Ham, we have to have a healthy perspective concerning the one in whom we are placing our trust. And God wants us to understand who he is. All of the Bible is explaining the sovereignty of God, and God's love for his creation. From Genesis to Revelation. Who God is and his love for his creation. So God says to trust him. He wants us to trust him. Before we get into practical examples that we have or problems or trials and so forth, we have to understand the one in whom we are placing our trust. 
Because he wants us to understand that. He wants us to understand him. So with that, let's turn to Exodus chapter 3, where God best explains who he is in the entire Bible. So it makes sense, doesn't it? So Exodus chapter 3, now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb, that's Sinai. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him, and I believe that because of that the angel, it's speaking there about the pre-incarnate Christ, appeared unto him in the flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And that word in verses 2, the angel of the Lord, that word Lord is the same word, Jehovah, that is used in Proverbs chapter 3. Trust in the Lord. God is saying you have to trust in me. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. That word Lord in verses 4 is the same word as Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5. Jehovah and which has its roots in Yahweh. And he says, Draw not nigh hither. Put off thy shoes from off thy feet. For the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he, meaning God, said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And the God in whom God is, when he tells us to trust in God, he is letting us know that I am God who established a covenant with Abraham that God will raise up national Israel, but even more so, God will raise up a seed. And the seed, the promise being made to the seed, singular, and that seed being Christ. Yes, yes. And God reestablished that covenant with that promise with Isaac, and then Jacob, whom God changed his name to Israel. This is the Lord, Yahweh. 
And the Lord said, verses 7, that's the same word as in the word Proverbs that we find. Trust in the Lord. Same word. I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt, and I've heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, their oppressors, in other words, for I know their sorrow. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hands of Egypt and to bring them up out of that land unto a land and a large and unto a land flowing with milk and honey, a land of plenty. Unto the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites, the Parasites and the Havites and the Jebusites. Now therefore behold the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me. And I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppress them. This is God. Trust in the Lord. Come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people. I love when the Lord says, my people. The children of Israel out of Egypt. Lots of theology here, of course. But we're not going to spend time today reflecting on all those details at all. We want to spend time concerning God. Who is this? Who is the true almighty God? When God says, trust in the Lord, to trust him. We want to focus on that, what God says. We have to understand how God revealed himself to us as we trust in him. He wants us to understand this. And Moses says and said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he, that is, God said, Certainly, I will be with thee. Five words. Let's say it together. I will be with thee. That word, that structure there, comes from one Hebrew word, a year. And it's translated, it has to be, that's an accurate translation, I will be with thee. So when God says to trust him, he is declaring himself, his name. He's declaring what he's going to do. That I will be with thee. Aye. Let's read it again. And he said, God said, certainly, what's those five words? I will be with thee. 
And the word, word of, in Proverbs, trust in God. The Bible tells us we don't have to be thinking, can we bring Jesus down from heaven? But the word of God says, we don't have to be thinking, can we raise him up from the grave? Scripture tells us no, because our Lord Jesus, he already came from heaven, and he already rose from the grave. And he says, lo, I am with you always. And God says, this word, this awesome truth, Praise God, saints. Amen. I will be with thee. That's our God whom we trust. And this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve me upon this mountain. I like the future assurance tense right there. It's not if, when it, when it happened. Because God is with him, and God is with us. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your father has sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? Now, let's read verses 14 together. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he says, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. Now, remember, when Proverbs chapter 3 says, Trust in the Lord. That same word, Jehovah, trust in him. And God let us know, he says, I will be with thee. Now here's what's amazing about this. When God said to Moses, I am that I am. Here are the words that God spoke, these Hebrew words. Eye, asher, eye. The exact words. Isn't that something? Eye, asher, eye. I am that I am. In other words, I am the self-existent God, but I shall be with you. God is transcendent. We can't comprehend him. He's outside of our universe, and yet he is with us. It is the greatest understanding of the I am God. Eye, Asher, 
Эй. I am, he says, Ae has sent me unto you. The same word. When we think of God, saints, when we think of our creator, though we cannot comprehend him, he wants us to know that he is with us. Are we following this? That changes everything when we pray. God says, I want you to know that I am with you. Even before he gave his name. And when he gave his name, he uses the same word. Aye. Ashe. Aye. I am with you. Changes everything when we pray. And when we put our faith in Jesus. That absolute trust is based on who Christ is. That he is God. And he left heaven. And he came in this world. And he went to the cross. Where he suffered, he died, he was buried, he rose again. He has ascended into heaven. And he is with us. And at the moment when you hear that gospel message, as we were out yesterday evangelizing and sharing the gospel, at the moment when when someone hears that gospel and the Holy Spirit works in that person's heart and allows that person to understand and to surrender to Jesus, Jesus is with them. The I am is with them. And that the way it has been for each and every one of us. For me this year, I'm celebrating 50 years ago coming to Jesus. I certainly did not experience, understand all of that, but that's the reality of that experience. When we, God says, trust in me. He wants us to understand the one in whom we place our trust. Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. It says, brethren, my heart's desire and pray to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I Bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. When we put our faith in Jesus as our Savior, God is with us. God came among us. God 
entered humanity through Jesus Christ. I will be with you. That's why we trust him. The person, when we came to Jesus, we did not put our faith in a system, a religion called Christianity, but in a person who is with us. Verses 4 says, For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. God had to come in the person of Jesus Christ. God had to send his son Jesus Christ to be with us. To come in this world to die for our sins. And say, I am God. That says, I am with you. He had to come and be with us. Walk in our form. Tempted in all form as we are yet without sin. The second Adam. Verse 5, for Moses described the righteousness which is of the law, that a man which doeth those things shall live by them, but a righteousness which is of faith speaketh thus and this. Why? Say not in the heart, in thy heart, that thou shalt ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from heaven. When we say trust in God, God is saying, When I tell you to trust me, don't think for a moment that you can bring me down close to you. Christ already came. God is with us. Jesus is with us. His spirit is inside of us. He seals us with his spirit at the moment we accept Jesus as our Savior. I am is with us. Or who shall descend into the deep? That is to say, that is to bring up Jesus from the dead. We can't. Christ has already risen. (laughs) Christ has already ascended. He has already ascended in heaven. And he has all authority in heaven and on earth. He is the I am. He is. The same word. He is with us. But what said it, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. That's the trust in Jesus. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Verses 11 says, let's read it together. For the scripture said, whoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. This is found in Isaiah chapter 28 and verse 16. When you put your faith in Jesus, you did not put your faith in a God who is so distant that he is impersonal. 
You put your faith in Jesus who is God. Amen. And he is personal. And he is your savior. Amen. Before God give his name, he give us an understanding of his relationship with us, his very character. His relationship, the way he's responding to us because he is love. He says, hey, I am with you. And Jesus is with you. And he is with us. Whatever you're going through in life, Christ is with you. I am is with you. God says this very truth that I love you and I am with you, that's my name. Yeah. Same word. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. That's who Moses, you have to say, I am sent you. Amen. God is with us. Mm-hmm. When the Bible said, trust in the Lord, we cannot add anything to it. We cannot bring God into our circumstance. We cannot raise Jesus from the dead. That already happened. When the word of God says trust in God, we look at God. You look at your problem. And then what do you do? Look back to God. God says, you look at me, you're always looking, we're always looking on to Jesus. And then we look at the problem, that's our reality. And then what do we do? We look back at him. We trust in God. On the basis of who he is. And his promise. In his very name, he says, I am with you. Changes everything from health problems, emotional problems, whatever we are going through in life for the persecuted church in other countries. They turn to God. They look at their reality and their eyes on God because he says, I will be with you. And aye, I will be with you. Asher, aye, I am the I am God. It is the greatest declaration of who God is, his very character, and his very being. Let us pray. Thank you, Jesus. God, thank you. Thank you, Jesus, God, that you are with us. Thank you, God, that you have saved us. Thank you, God, that you have sealed us with your spirit. And thank you, God, O Holy Spirit. God, help us to understand putting our trust completely in you. That there is nothing we can do to to add to your very character and your promise. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray.
Amen. Now, for those who are listening, thank you for coming into our church service today, for joining us here at Suitland Road Baptist Church. Your journey, where you will spend eternity, is based on your decision to accept what Christ has provided for you. Jesus loves you. God himself, Emmanuel, he came on this earth for you. He went to the cross for you. And he paid the price for your sin and my sin. Because God is not the author of sin. It was man choose to sin. And sin is about disobedience and the consequence. And God warned man. God says, if you, the day you disobey me, you will die. But then God provided a plan of salvation which has been fulfilled in Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you And listening to my voice as I speak this truth that Jesus loves you. And he wants you to come to him. And to receive by faith, thus trust in him as your Lord. Receive him as your Lord and Savior. And we would like to pray with you today. And church, I would like you to join me as we pray. For whoever may be listening to this glorious truth, regardless of where you are at, regardless of your religious background, regardless of your circumstance, the truth is that God loves you. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me. I admit I have a sin problem. I'm in agreement with your word. Lord Jesus, thank you for your death your burial, and your resurrection. By faith, I believe, I trust in you as my Savior. I confess you are the Christ, the Son of God. Lord Jesus, thank you for saving me. Thank you for this gift of eternal life. In Jesus' name, I pray believing. Amen.
Restless